Welcome to Sharing the Word. I'm your host, Dr. Driver. In our last episode, we talked about how we have a propensity to blame others for the things that we go through in life. In my last episode on Don't Blame God, we have to look at why we do that. Is it our human nature? Is it our sin nature? What is it? Happened in the garden. God walks into the garden and says, Adam, where are you? And he's hiding. And and he says, what did you do? And he said, well, the woman you gave me. And then what does the woman say, Eve? Well, it's this, it's this, 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 <laughs> this serpent <laughs> misled me or told me to do it. See, we all point our fingers. So when the Bible calls Satan the accuser of the saints, Satan uses people to falsely accuse you. And Satan will also use people to get you to falsely accuse others as well or to make a false statement concerning the righteousness, the holiness of God. Now, we remember in our last episode, if you listen to it, please do, Job lost everything. He was the richest man. He was holding on to his integrity. And I said a person of integrity is a person who fears God and obeys God's commandments. Fear God and obey his commandments. Wow. And in the courts that are in heaven... If you just read through the Bible, there are courts in heaven. There are books in heaven. I can get into a study and we share that later on in another episode called Sharing the Word. But in chapter 1, there are courts in heaven. And it says that the members of heaven, starting in chapter 1 of Job, looking at verse 6, it says, One day the members of heaven's court came to present themselves before the Lord, and the accuser, Satan, came with them. So what we're seeing, even in Job chapter 1, there are times that Satan can travel and roam the earth and that he'll go into heaven. And that's why the whole Bible talks about how Satan is a liar. He's an accuser of the saints. And he's up there accusing uh, Job, who's a man of integrity. It's a person of integrity, a man of integrity, woman of integrity. Fear God and obey his commands. But Job was a man who's been blessed. And Satan says, allow me to strike him and do the following to him. And I guarantee you, he'll curse you or blame you. And God tells him in chapter one of Job, you can do everything you said, but you cannot touch his life. Now, so Job lose all his businesses, his possessions. He even lost his entire family, seven sons, three daughters, and so on. They were partying because a windstorm blows down a house. The only one he has right now is his wife and a few friends, which we're going to talk about. But his wife even says, In chapter 2, while Job is maintaining his integrity, because Satan even says to God, well, you know what, God, um, he says, you know, skin for skin, a man will give up everything just to save his own life. But but let me reach out and and take his health, (laughs) and he will surely curse you to your face. God allowed it, and so Job was struck with boils from head to toe. And there's a lot of skin diseases in the world today. How do we apply that to our living? Somebody could say to you, wow, you're so blessed and you got all these things going on in your life and your pandemic world. And in the pandemic season of 2020 and going into 2021, you know, your businesses are thriving. 
You're making more money in your business. You're worshiping God. You're having a great time. And all of a sudden, Satan goes up there and says, hey, let me do this to your servant, Kevin or Jim or Mary or Joe, whatever. And God allows it just to test. So even if in during the pandemic, your businesses does a 180, are you still going to bless the Lord? How many businesses closed? Maybe during the pandemic, you got struck with the COVID-19. And you had to go to the doctor and now get some shots and some treatments. And it was so bad that even your friends and your and your surviving loved ones, if you will, like the wife of Job says, why don't you just stop holding on to your faith or your integrity? Why don't you just curse God and die? His friends come in and say, oh, look at poor Job or look at poor Kevin or Mary. And he suffered so much during this pandemic year and they're pontificating in their self-righteousness. Like, look at me. I didn't get, I didn't get COVID. Look at me. My businesses are fine. You must have sinned. You must have done wrong. Come on, my friends. This is reality. This is what happens. But the lesson with Job is, even though Job's wife may say, curse God and die, maybe Job's friends may tell him that, you know, you've done some some sin here. You're hiding something. You know, you come across self-righteous, Job. You come across like you love God, Job. But probably there's some secret sin in your life. And you need to expose that. You need to confess that. And maybe God will turn the tables for you so that you can get things back in, in order. These are... Self-righteous people that even Satan uses to put you in doubt about your faith. But I'm here to tell you, my friends, hold on, hang on, press forward, trust in the Lord. Learn to just depend on him in good times and also depend on him as much even in bad times. And never blame him, but worship him. Never accuse him, but praise his holy name. My friends, if you can do that like Job did, You may lose your family. You may lose your business. You may lose a spouse. You may lose somebody very important in your life. While they may at times seem like they're celebrating your disaster. Not outwardly, but emotionally, attitudinally, they may be saying, you deserve this. Because you may have, they're projecting, you may have secret sin. So while you're in the hospital being treated for COVID, those people in their pride may not be the ones praying for you. But God sees what's going on. And he always will deliver you from the lies and the accusations that Satan does, that God allowed in order to test all of you to see if you're going to stay a person of integrity which is fearing God and obeying him. If you are able to get through that trial by worshiping God and praising his holy name, God will rain down manna from heaven for you and you'll get through it just like he did for Job. And Job received 70-fold. He was richer, more prosperous, And it says that he even had another family. My friends, all I'm saying in this message is this. Learn the lesson of Job. Always worship God. Always worship him. Obey him and thank him. 
James chapter 1. Let's go to James chapter 1. It starts off by saying in verse 2, Consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. And let endurance have its perfect result, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Verse 5. But if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives to all men generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith, without doubting. For the one who doubts is like the surf of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. Verse 7. For let not the man expect that he will receive anything from the Lord. So here's what it says for us, my friends. Cry out to God. When you're going through trials, cry out to him. But believe by faith he is able to deliver you in his time. And his time is always perfect. Job recognized this. You don't hear much in the remaining stories of Job about his first wife. But you see that even when God defends Job and even rebukes Job's self-righteous friend, Job's self-righteous friends were rebuked and said everything they were saying may sound religiously correct, but they were wrong in their approach. But Job... I came into the world naked, I'll leave the world naked. A trial is meant to grow your faith, not to curse God, not to blame God. A trial is, is required in order for us to be righteous. A, re, a trial that comes into our life is to make us holy. You have to remember you want to have trials because it's a sign, listen to me, it's a sign that you're living right for God. If you're going through trials and tribulations, it is because you are truly on fire for the Lord. If you're not experiencing trials and tribulations because of who you are in Christ, then the question is, examine how much you're showing the world that you are a child of the King. Because if you're not having these trials that the Bible shows, even in Job's life, that we all go through this, then are you really a believer? You can answer that question. I'm just asking you. You might be a silent Christian and the world knows it. Satan's going to see that you're no threat. But if you're ministering the gospel, you're helping those who are sick. You're helping those that are hungry. You're, you're helping those that are homeless. You're doing those righteous things that we talked about, living for God. God's blessing you. He's prospered you to help those people. You're going to be attacked within your camp and outside your camp. Job went through that. You're going to go through that. And in this pandemic era that we're living in, you have to look and see how many people have wandered from the faith. And as they wandered from the faith because they lost their company, they lost their jobs, they don't have enough money to pay their food, and they're cursing and blaming God, and you try to help them see that God's going to get them through it, and they refuse to accept it, that's my point why trials and tribulation must come to test you to see are you truly a person of integrity that fears God and obeys his word. And if you are, you pass these tests, then hallelujah. As James says, 
that if you are going through these trials, count it all joy because it is the testing of your faith. And I want my faith to be so strong, it does move mountains. I want my faith so strong that I can speak into existence things that will bless somebody and it will happen. I can speak healing. I can speak prosperity. I can speak peace into people's lives and it will happen because I have faith. But I will not blame God or curse God because the things I'm going through in this season are not blessings from heaven. They seem to be bad things. Well, guess what? God allows it. You have to accept that God is also faithful, especially to those who are in the family of God. He will never let his children, the word says, begging for bread. My friends, let us close with this prayer. Let's just close with this prayer. Father in heaven, I sit in my corner at times when I'm going through bad times and I say, poor pitiful me, why don't you do something, God? It's your fault. Forgive me for even thinking that. Help me see, Lord God, that when I'm going through these difficult times, these trials, that you're testing me to see if I can have more faith. But you give me faith, Lord. You provide for me. You take care of the birds of the air, but you love me even more. So let me, Lord God, learn to trust in thee, O Lord, in good times and in bad times, so that my faith may increase, so that I will always continue to worship thee, O Lord, for you are a good, good Father. Thank you for this message, and may I live this life expecting to be the light in a dark world and know that good and bad are orchestrated by you, and I'm going to receive it with joy in my heart. In Yeshua's name, amen and amen. Thanks for listening to Sharing the Word. Join me again as we discuss Bible topics that will help you live a victorious life through Jesus Christ.